Welcome to the Digital Lactrician Podcast, a place for you to feel seen, heard, and empowered along your lock journey. I'm your host and digital lactrician, Jocelyn Renee. I am so grateful for you being here tonight. We are getting back to our roots a little bit, in a way, tonight. Um, But what I first want you all to do is check in with me. Let me know where you're located in the comment section. And I would also love to know how long you've had your life. So post those two things, check in for your area, and also shout out your locking age. Are you seven years plus like me, just starting the journey, um, somewhere in the middle? Let me know in the comments. And while you're doing that, I must welcome all of those folks who are tuning in for the first time. My name is Jocelyn Renee, and you can think of me as your digital optician. I strive to help you cultivate the most healthiest set of locks possible. And so the Digital Lactation Podcast is one of the ways that we do that. Maybe you discover me on my blog. Maybe you uh, have stumbled upon my hair care line, Crown Elements. Or maybe you just found my page on YouTube and was just like, what you talking about? Welcome, welcome, welcome. As you see, we have a little agenda tonight. So after we do our welcomes, our intros, make sure you check it in the, in the um, comments. We are going to get into our, our quiz, our did you know quiz. And you know, these, these, these uh, quizzes, they've been telling, <laughs> if, I could, if I could say myself, they've been, you know, letting us know where we stand. But nonetheless, it's all good um, because this is a safe space. All right. So thank you for joining. I see everyone checking in the comments. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tonight, okay, I have a good old microscope and I have something special. So as you see on our demo tonight, viewer discretion is advised. And I say that because some people tend to be a little grossed out by looking at things under the microscope. Me, I'm a nerd, so you know I'm here for it. I I went on a walk <laughs> this past week with one of my sister friends, and while she was frolicking in the grass, I'm not I can't say I'm like a frolicker, but she was frolicking in the grass. She freaked out because there was a dead mouse in the grass. Like she was like ah, and I was like ooh. <laughs> so that that should let you know probably all you need to know. I'm very much a nerd in all things science, hence why we're digital optician. All right, so we're gonna get into some science and some microscopic analysis tonight, which is something we should do all the time. Press a one in the comments. If, you're, if you've ever been here for microscopic analysis, press a two if this is your first time. You've never seen locks under the microscope and you're like, mm, I don't wanna say you're dying to know because it might, it might, may or may not be a little traumatizing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we used to do a microscopic analysis pretty often. I have a few videos on my channel if you ever want to go back and watch them, but I think they're super cool. They they stay a lot. Your locks tell a story, so I think these are pretty cool. So we're gonna do a microscopic analysis. Before we hop into that, though, I did want to 
do a little quiz with you. Y'all ready? You ready for this quiz? All right. So you've been here for a while. I'm confident that you will know the answer to this question. If this is your first time with Locks, maybe your first time on my channel, this may be a little bit challenging for you, maybe, because there's a lot of misinformation out there, but here it is, quiz time. True or false, right? Made it easy this week. True or false. If you have dry hair, you should first shampoo your locks with a moisturizing shampoo. True or false. If you have dry locks, you should first shampoo your hair with a moisturizing shampoo. Is that true? Give me an A or true, or is that false? Give me a B or that's false. I'm gonna say it one more time. If you have dry locks, you should first shampoo your hair with moisturizing shampoo. True or false? We gotta get some like <laughs> deciding music happening here. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Some daydreaming. this one <laughs> looks like the quiz music okay i see some truths some false truths all right the answer we need drum roll <laughs> the answer is false if you have dry hair you should not first shampoo your hair with moisturizing shampoo all right so shout out to everyone that picked b or false. With locks, the reason why you don't want to start with the moisturizing shampoo is because our locks, as you'll see soon, are very much like pockets. Like they hold on to things. They grab onto things and kind of like take them in. They suck them, suck things inside, whether those are products, lint, uh, help dandruff, like the biological buildup. They bring that inside of the locks. And so even if your hair is dry, you want to start by clarifying to create a clean, clean lock, clean palette, blank canvas, so that you can then build upon that clean start. But if you've been putting likely a lot of oils in your hair or moisturizers and other things throughout the past few weeks and your locks are still feeling dry and you're like, oh, this shampoo is moisturizing. Let me use this. You're not getting all of that stuff out which will make your locks even more dry and it becomes a very vicious cycle. So rule of thumb, thumb, rule of thumb with locks, always clarify first. You always use a clarifying shampoo with locks. Yes? Okay, let the class say three for yes. <laughs> Press three if you agree. Always use a clarifying shampoo for locks, all right? I'm gonna go ahead here and get my trusty gloves on. Y'all know that I always, 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 kind of speaking in absolutes, I'll say for the most part, I always wear gloves whenever I am um, touching locks, specifically my locks. Um, but in this case, I have, you know, our family, our community, we're pretty, we're pretty big, we're out here, and I've had some uh, community Send me some of their locks. Maybe they've left the community, which I think is this piece, the two sets in here, or maybe they trimmed it and they know I am very much 
into looking at them under the microscope. So they sent me, got some locks here. Oops. I'm clicking. And so I got some locks, some donated locks. I have a couple other, it's a lot of fun stuff in here. But we're going to go, we're going to look through some. One set is some micro locks. And then another set is some thick locks. So you can already see this is going to be a fun time, right? You can already see just in the cross section of the lock is some buildup. So let's hmm, see what's the funnest one. Let's probably take, ooh, let's take this one first. Take a look at that. This is, this is the end. So one of the things, we're looking at locks under the microscope. Um, keep in mind, right? You can tell how old the lock is. Let me, let me just, just bring y'all into the experience, okay? So let me get the camera rolling. Give me a second because the camera trying to act all crazy now. I spent forever setting it up. And then it's like, oh, actually, we don't want to be ready for you when it's time to go live. Is it, is it on? Let's see. There we are. Oh, no. Oh. Yes, yes. Are you going to give it to me? No, maybe yet. Nope. All right, let's see. Let's try this way. Mm, mm, mm. It's all good. Little technical difficulty, but we're coming right back. All right. What I was saying with locks, you can tell how old they are um, by their maturity level. I mean, you can tell how mature they are by how tightly woven they are. So for some locks, as you'll see, it gets to be very tight in there. All right. There we go. Got that. And camera connect connect come on i connected the camera what is happening here all right so let's see i think we got it let's see let's see let's see all right all right Here we go. So, can y'all see this? Press the two if you can see it. Ooh. Getting, getting live already. All right, so we're gonna break down some things. First, let's look at the little cross section, right? Let's look at, take it, all, take it on out. Let's look at what we were seeing when we, when we looked in, when we're looking at this right here, I'm just putting it right on that tip. Let's see what we see here. When we're looking under here, one thing that is really common in locks, um, especially towards the ends, which is where this came from, is the lint gets trapped in the locks. And you see, can you see how it tangles around the locks? That's some lint, but that's also that the whitish parts in the upper right-hand corner, that's also product buildup. Um, one of the things about products, a lot of people fail to understand, this is all product built up right here. Um, with some lint, you see a little lint strings, but for the most part, that like grayish hue of things. But if you look 
Let me see if you can see my um, view. If you look on the outside of the lock, it doesn't look like there's any buildup. Even right at the top where we were looking, it doesn't look like any buildup, right? That is one of the biggest, um, what I want to say, misconceptions about product buildup is that you're immediately going to always see it on the outside. In fact, locks, because they have pockets, they like to hold on to things. See all those loops and areas where things can get trapped in? The product goes inside of the locks first. So when you start to see product build up on the outside, that means it has fully caked up on the inside and now it's spilling out. And so a lot of products that like, especially ones that say no buildup, if you look in the ingredients and you see um, particularly like silicones and things in there, those products, yes, they're going to be tight hold or no frizz or make it really sleek. But what they're going to be doing is actually coating the hair so that it doesn't frizz, but it turns into that like white gook that you see. And it's really hard to get out. So be careful with them tight hold products. And then you see that little lint cluster right there. And also, we also were noticing, it's another thing that is really common. We all have it, these little white dots. You see them? So this one is a lot of broken hairs here, but there's one. See that white dot right there? Those white dots, you'll see them on your locks. That's actually a sign that your hair has naturally shed. And it's a good thing. But if you don't see any white dots, and you just see your hairs like split, that means the hair broke off. All right, so you want that hair bulb to come with you. Okay, look at this. You see how the lock is like straight? It's like a straight line. This is like a curly end in that it is unlocking or loose, which is why the pattern is straight. But if I slide up on the same lock in the same area, start to see this area is it's more tangled or jumbled together. This is showing you that this hair, this section has been locked for a really long time. And especially this lint is, is trapped in there. Look at that. It's deep, deep in the bowels of the locks. Imagine if this was a forest. I would hate to get lost in here. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely hate it. And so when you have lint, people think, People usually don't like um, lock brushing. Who here lock brushes? Anybody lock brush or brush their locks? Press a four. If you don't brush your locks, press a five. We're gonna start looking at these, some of the micro locks. Let's take this one, it's a really long one. So the reason why I asked though is because um, go back here real quick so you just can see visually with lock brushing. So lock brushing, hopefully you've seen the lock brushing one-on-one video that I've done. If you haven't, definitely make sure you go back and watch that um, video about lock brushing, how to do it, why to do it, when to do it. But one of the reasons why I love lock brushing is because you see how this lint has gotten trapped inside of the lock but you also see there's some like little pieces like this one of lint that's just kind of sticking out on the surface here if you turn it to the side I don't know if I can 
you will see how the lint is kind of on the outside. The lock brushing, the intention or one of the intentions is to get that loose lint off the surface, like the outer layer of the lock so that it can't move inside of the locks and start tangling. But if you don't have a practice that removes some of that like surface lint, all you want to do is go inside your locks, start tangling. And then once it gets enough of the like shed fibers, because it can't, it doesn't just have to be a towel or it doesn't just have to be a pillowcase. Like it's stuff floating through the air. Once that little nest, if you will, <laughs> I'm sorry for creeping you out. But once that little nest has enough fibers, then you'll start to see the lint on the outside. But it all, everything with locks starts on the inside first. So if you can get the lint off the surface, you minimize having lint buildup in the locks. Okay. All right. Let's look here. Let's look. We're going to start looking at this lock here. Let's bring the microscope up. So it's a micro lock. Um, we'll do a cross section first. So look at the end of the locks. And these locks were interlocked. Whoa, you can see just as a comparison how fine these hair strands are in comparison. I'm going to put it, see if we can put it next to the other lock. We have both locks in the camera right now. It all looks kind of creepy. Let's get a cleaner uh, big lock real quick because that one looked wild. All right, here we go. Two locks. Okay, so... This is, excuse my kids if you can hear them in the background. This is the micro lock. And you see how the hair strands are like really, really small in comparison to this is a thicker lock. Ooh, still some buildup there. You can't even see the hairs. <laughs> you can look past the buildup. The hair strands are much thicker here. Maybe it would be better if we do it on the side. Okay, thicker lock. Look how wide those hair strands are. Micro lock. Ooh. This person has a scalp condition or had a scalp condition. Let me show you this lock as well. You look on the outside of it, it looks very clean. Nothing, like you wouldn't tell there was any issue. But then when you look here, you can see all the little flakes that have caught on to the locks. So again, this is why I say Shampoo your locks at least every two weeks because there's things going on inside you probably can't even tell. You don't see it until it becomes a problem. Look at that hair bulb down at the bottom. You see how big that is and noticeable? It's a good thing, right? Because it means the hair naturally shed, accumulated in the locks. It's so huge. Let's see if we get closer. Too close. You're too close, man. Here it goes. Ooh, I lost it. That was so cool. Look at that. It's a hair bub. 
be able to get it and try with one hand. Nope. Oh well, that's a lot of them, which is a good thing. Okay, let's move on down, move on down the lock here. What you're seeing is like the middle of the lock. And so looking at this section here, I guess I probably already gave it away, but is this the end, the middle, or the area that's closer to the root? What would you say based on how tangled it looks? Is this the end, the middle, or an area close to the roots? And look at that little blue hair. I swear, that must be like a, I don't know, just like a lock thing. Like there's always, every set of locks I've ever looked at under the microscope, including my own, there's always this like blue strand in it. So interesting. So I'm gonna show you this section, and then I'm gonna show you this other section. Better question, is this section here, more or less tangled than the section we looked at earlier? More or less tangled? What does the doctor say? A or B? Which one's better? <laughs> Which one's more tangled? A or B? Let's see if we can get it in the camera. So B, this section right here, this is the middle of the lock. You see, you have, you still have some windows. You still have some opening. You still have some space here. But when you come down here, which is A or the end of it, it's a lot tighter. There's still some space, but not a lot. Not as much as we saw earlier. So your, your hair is always tangling and locking. And I think... What's interesting is that it looks very much like the first set of locks that we saw, but the first set, first set was pommeled. This set was interlocked. And people always ask like, you know, what's the difference? It's still gonna lock. It's just that with interlocking, you are creating where it can lock. With traditional locks, you are just giving it a space to kind of do its own thing. But this is interlocking on a microscopic level. And I'd say it looks pretty much like um, traditional locks. But this right here, this little area, this is one of the interlocking patterns. You can see how the hairs overlap. Where did, where did it go? Down. Yeah, the, the dots are freaking me out too. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm used to it though. Definitely used to it, but it's definitely one of the reasons why I always wear gloves. Pretty much as soon as I started looking at locks under the microscope, I was like, oh, nah, we, we, we need gloves on. <laughs> Look at the, the dandruff sticks onto your hairs. That biological buildup is real, which is why clarifying shampoos are very important and, and, and also very important with people that have locks with a scalp condition. Please don't just run the shampoo through your hair and 
dip out, right? You need to let that shampoo sit because like you saw, when you saw those, the dots, the flaking, the, the, the scalp debris on the lock, it is actually um, important for the shampoo to sit so that the shampoo can like eat those things. And when you rinse it away, it washes those away too. But if you just run the shampoo through your hair and you don't let it sit, oftentimes you'll experience things like we just saw, like the, on the surface, it looks like it's all out, but internally it is still building up. And what we all know is that biological, biological buildup is a form of buildup, like the things from your scalp and the sweat, it is a form of buildup. And so if you're not actively getting it out all the time, it will continue to build up in the locks, which will bring upon odors, you know, just different smells that you don't want. In addition to you can start to see it. And when you wet the locks, you squeeze it. So just always make sure you're clarifying. And also always make sure that you're letting your shampoo sit. Okay? Makes sense? Um, yeah. I feel like that might be enough for today. <laughs> Hopefully I haven't traumatized you um, with your locks. Hopefully, I hope that I've inspired you to go shampoo your hair. <laughs> and I know it's late. Hopefully you're not itching. <laughs> like I gotta just clean my hair. Um, because I, I do this to just to show you the inner workings of locks. Um, I hope this was inspirational and informative. If you enjoy this video, definitely make sure you give it a thumbs up and um, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Join my newsletter, which is in the description box. We are going to be having um, a lot of fun this month in November. Um, so this was just a little, little introduction to the fun that we have coming soon. All right. As always, Thank you so much for joining. Make sure you come back next Thursday, 8 p.m. And I'm wishing you peace, love, and goodbye.